G'day fellow howlers, it's Thrasher here and on today's episode of Fate to Obsidian they are talking about Golden Sun so if you haven't read the books please stop being a fucking pixie and do so. Today's episode will also contain sex, violence and coarse language so viewer discretion is advised. I didn't test levels but they should be the same. Yeah, did you change them? No. Did I change them? No, not on this one. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Fade to Obsidian. I am Skipper, joined as always by Crescent, and we get our always favorite guest, Salem. Welcome back, Salem. Lots of pressure. (laughs) Lots of pressure. This is your third. No one else has even shown up yeah. twice, and this is your third episode with us. Well, the the Sports. second one was a spitball, so I mean, it's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's just, you just official didn't leave one. after the one before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a continuation. It's fine. Exactly. Um, yeah, which we're unfortunately not getting. Nobody's getting a filler episode after Golden Sun. Maybe yeah. later on in some of the books we'll get one. But this is all you're getting for the end of Golden Sun. Uh, so we'll jump Welcome. basically right in. What what are you drinking, though? What are we all drinking? Um, well, Hydra would be proud of me. I'm drinking my water. So Nice. Nice. I have to Good work job. tomorrow, so no alcohol mm. for me. <laughs> that is fair. Crescent, what do you have? Uh, I've got... Ardbeg Ugdal. And okay. I'm drinking those, that. Those aren't words, but okay. <laughs> it's Celtic. Okay. Okay. It's rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm drinking it because I absolutely love it. And when it's done, I'm devastated. Just like this. Aww. Aww. Uh, I am drinking. I'm back to my 40 Creek copper pot which is what i drank when we um did the very first like beginning of red rising because we are back in the mines at the end of this one so felt we're going home we're going back to my usual classic there so there you go so talking about well going home so this chapter these chapters open very dramatically so we're talking chapters 40 to the end. Yes. And we are dying. Yes. Immediately dying. Stuck. Stuck in the mud in a star shell. No, no possibility of getting out besides somehow trying not to cut off your arms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And also simultaneously managing to nearly drown yourself. Yeah. I do yeah. feel like that was comical. Like, oh, yeah. he's just so, like, Darrow's stuck in the mud. He's stuck in his star shell, and he is so desperate to get out because he's going to run out of air. Doesn't even think that he's, like, I don't even know how far deep underwater. And he just starts hacking away at himself and realizes, oh, no, there goes all of my air, and now I'm full of water. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Typical Darrow. Thinking zero steps ahead. Yes. You need yeah. to do it now. <laughs> uh, but to be 
be fair, I feel like when you're panicked and nearly oh, drowning, you're not necessarily oh, yeah. thinking. So, there's, which, there's no thought. Just do. Yeah. Which I do. I will give, I would say for this, full props to Pierce in his writing of like, each stage of this is written so differently of like that manic, like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And then, no, 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 I've got a plan. We're going to get through this. And then back to the like, nope, nope, I'm going to die. And you go <laughs> back to the short sentences. Like it is, I think, I haven't really been in that position, but what I would imagine, you know, that just panic is like, it's just such yeah. good writing that you are feeling it while you're reading it. Yeah, I do enjoy, and you can kind of see it even between Red Rising and Golden Sun, just how the writing changes as Darrow changes. And I don't know if that's necessarily something that Pierce planned or if that mm-hmm. is something that it came with more writing and more publishing skill. Um, but it does kind of coincide with his character development. But like you said, like I like how he goes and chops up his sentences when Darrow's panicking about something versus when he's really kind of in the moment and reflecting on something. He's very almost poetic mm-hmm. in his responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I really like in this section, um, it kind of parallels the uh, the drill scene. Yeah. In Red mm-hmm, Rising. Mm-hmm. And he, he even yep. talks about how the sling blade will save your life for the price of a limb. Yep. But his, he, he does say, like, my hands are still steady even when I'm panicking. <laughs> I wish mine were. Right? I know, right? <laughs> mine do not. No. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, because he manages to how fast of a movement to like Faster flick it so that he. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. like you got to get it around from around your arm to like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I like every time I hear that, I like try to move my thumb fast enough to like fast to be like <laughs> how fast does it have to be i feel like i have car- to, too much to toggle it. yeah yes exactly the arthritis <laughs> also can we talk about how darrow is 20 21 yeah in this yeah. like i and he's taking over worlds yeah he's, he's, 20 yeah, years he's old. conquering a planet <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, when I was 20, I had a job. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> like, went to school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I for sure felt that this time around. I don't know if I didn't really as much pick it up in previous read-throughs, but this time around, I'm like, why are the adults just, like, instantly listening to him and, like... You've got a full fleet. You've got everyone there. And he's just like, yeah, Roke, also a 20-year-old, be in charge of everything, which then later we find out they call him, what is it, Nelson reincarnated. Yeah. And it's like, like we, there was nobody else. No other adult said, hey, I've done this before. <laughs> we just gave it to a bunch no, of 20 No, we're going to let the next generation do it. It's fine. We're just, they got this. It's all good. Uh, which worked out like that's great on their behalf but yeah this this read around I think really reflected <laughs> to me of like 
How old are you? What is happening? Okay. <laughs> You're all children. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which then I think also lends itself to some of the relationships that you're like, you know, the, the more yeah. minuscule fighting amongst friends and things like that. You're like, okay, yeah. our maturity levels are not 100% there still. Like we are still learning yeah. how the, the to... Late, late teens, early 20s drama. <laughs> yes. yes. Definitely comes through on this in a bigger scale. It's not, you know, the rest of us. I'm just mad yep. at you for whatever. Like, no, you're going to die or I'll kill you. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Chaos. 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 Um, yeah. Well, and that even leads into like the next stuff. So after he gets freed and everything and they're back on the banks. We see, um, like, for me, a huge portion of this, this time through, that I don't think I focused on, again, as much previous, is Thistle's fight with him about Ragnar having the razor. Yeah. Yeah. Which very much so coincides with what Severo told Darrow after mm -hmm. they realized, like, after Severo and him had that conversation about Darrow being a red, and he's like, no, Thistle's not going to agree with anything that you have to say. And yeah. very much so was displayed when Thistle really did not like the fact that Ragnar had a blade. Yeah. yeah. And Darrow's even like, um, she won't follow me after this. And it's like, yeah, yep, you're right. <laughs> Correct. That Correct. Is, that is exactly what's mm -hmm. about to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, so this came up in Out of Context, so I do have a good <laughs> quote here for it. Uh, and this was because we were discussing, like, she just, that's what she stands her ground on, of, like, give back the razor. And they've got everything else happening around them, so come on, let's make sure this goes. Every time I read that, I'm like, ma'am, there's a war on. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, there's a war on. <laughs> not wrong like you have bigger fish to fry dude like come on yeah yep like and this is and, what you're angry about and also like if if you push this you're like really in smashing range like yeah. you're trying to fight ragnar <laughs> <laughs> who is holding a razor yeah. and is within Maybe stabbing distance of you. Like, well, mm, and she, mm. well, in comparison, because Thistle's part of, like, the low reds, right? Like, or not low reds, yeah. low golds, the, and uh, low drafts. And drugs, yeah. so she's, she's small, right? Like, so yeah. literally, you are much smaller than this, like, mountain of a man, and you are deciding to pick a fight on that? Yeah. I think you need to reevaluate your choices. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you're not in pulse armor. You're not in a star shell. No. You're in, like, basically long underwear. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you're gonna... Which is... This is kind of the first to fully... Like, we've got previous to this a few people questioning, like, what, what are you doing, Daryl? But I think this is the full, first time that it's like, you can't do that. Like, yeah. I am not standing here letting you, like, do that kind of a thing. Yeah. Which is, like, just in turn. Yeah, we yeah. have we have Darrow ask the Telemannus men, uh, like, do you think 
Ragnar could lead absent to gold, and they're like, what? And yeah. then it's like, it's yeah. just breeze by that. But then like, if Jero's like going to have any red point. flags, like, if he's going to have any red flags, that's the start. Yeah. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, but they, I mean, getting on from that, it worked well, kind of works out, but we end up directly after that. So we get Ragnar going off and leading mm-hmm. and then them going and Darrow ends up on the sovereign ship, which is a fun little. Yeah. I totally forgot about that when I was reading it. <laughs> and then it's just, he's booking it. He's just like sprinting as hard as he can to get to her ship. And he just jumps on and he's there. And he's just there. <laughs> and he's staring like, I at totally all of the Olympic Knights. Have a plan. Yeah, I think the line is something what like they're next? not supposed to be in the bay because they're all yeah. just out. <laughs> and he's like, I thought they would be further into the ship. <laughs> yeah. Just, all right. Yeah. Also, I really like okay. Octavia just being like all over it. He's like, I've got a pulse grenade. And she just goes, pilot, roll. And it's like... <laughs> well, no grab boots for Darrow. Yep. Yep. Sucks to suck. I am so excited when this becomes a movie or TV show just for that scene. Like, I hope it yes. does it justice of just that, like, the whole world spinning. And them all perfectly standing there and Darrow just like in a dryer like tumble. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, sure. I, I want it I want it to just be like the frame stays exactly how it is and all of them, <laughs> yeah, just rotate around and, and just Darrow just, <laughs> just Yeah, I imagine it was like a pair of socks in my in my dryer. Just like Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So funny. Just blood. Yeah. Though I guess it depends what you're getting up to. (laughs) Yep, I guess so. Uh, But in that scene, Darrow's trying to be big bad dude. And and Fitchner reveals himself in there. Yes. Well, we get Fitchner kind of originally slips up trying to defend him too much. Yeah. And that's when the Sovereign's like, what's happening here? What's happening here? Yeah. How about about you kill him? Though, honestly, like, kind of works out for him. Yeah. Yeah. If he hadn't, you know, Aja would have just been like. (laughs) Yes. And you're you're toast. Um, Because what the hell is anybody else going to do is Aja. Um, yeah, exactly. She's too fast for anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, like that's really the only way it ends up working out. <laughs> I just um, want to know what Fisher's plan was. Like he goes and he tells Darrow, "Like I've got this. I've got this." Yeah. yeah. He goes and he tells Darrow, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're not supposed to be here. I got this. What are you doing?" But at that point, also, it's like, okay, your plan's done. Like Darrow's there. What are you gonna do? You can't yeah. convince Octavia to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he pretty much says it to Darrow as he's dropping the grenade in the hold. 
and they're dipping. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, well, that's the plan now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, curious to know how it would have gone down if if Daryl takes the jump and just like <gasps> whiffs on <laughs> on getting into the into the cargo bay. It's like, oh well, fuck. Yep. What do you do now? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it would be interesting to, I don't know, we always say that all of these from different perspectives so that you can know, like, was Fitchner just going to blow up the ship, right? Like, they're all there. That would be the, like, in my mind, who has no tactical or strategic planning of any type. Yeah, that would be cutting that off. Just blow up. Yeah, you just blow Mm -hmm. up the ship. They're all there. They're all done. But like. Was there something else? Because I think at some point he negotiates of like, well, let's capture, like, keep Daryl hostage or whatever. But like, what is that prisoner? That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Is that it? But then obviously you're not going to blow up the ship with Daryl on the ship then. But yeah, it's like, what what was that plan that then was drop a grenade and run? And while I'm falling, reveal... (laughs) like my big secret yeah yeah and what a big secret yeah it and it echoes across the whole the whole beginning section of of the the trilogy like you go back and you read it and it's like holy fuck (laughs) just yeah that one was a big that's a big one for me it was like wait what (laughs) what the fuck did he just say well and that like when you first read it too like i think i asked this in like the question of the day but like did you even pick up on it or was this something that just absolutely blindsided you oh for me i was blindsided i had no no like out of everybody that that could have been. No. Yeah. Yeah, well like and it's like he's been he's been climbing the ladder of the society like he goes from Proctor to Rage Knight like he's just becoming more and more important which you know looking back it's like yeah obviously he would want to do that. Um but yeah. When, spoiler when for, you're reading it for, for the first time it's just like Okay. Like you don't even yeah. think about I it. I guess no. Fitchner's just in it for himself. I mean, he's been yeah. shit on his whole life. Like, yeah, I guess so. Did you guys have theories on who you like? I feel like I just thought that Ares was out there somewhere else, or maybe not even a person, and just someone like pulling strings, kind of a thing. I, I did not yeah. think it was going to be someone he actually knew. I like, never. I never thought that Ares was like an actual person. I thought it was just the group. I thought it was more of like, this is a group and Daryl for some reason thinks it's one singular person like running the show. But I I don't think that I ever thought it was one individual person. Mm. Yeah, for me, um, I didn't really have theories. I, a lot of the time when I get into a book and I like it enough that, you know, I'm just like going to crush through it. I get through it so fast that it's like, I don't have, I don't take time to think through 
all of the things that I'm that it might be. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna find out what it is. Yeah. And just I'm such a plot breaker. I have to. Are you? I have to think about it. Yes. I think about stuff all the time. Like it's the worst when I watch TV shows. Like literally, I will pick up on all the little things, and then all of a sudden, it'll be like halfway through an episode, and I'm like, oh, that's the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. I- books i definitely don't books i'm like constantly surprised by plot twists tv and movies i feel like is might every once in a while but they're a little more predictable i think versus yeah. books but yeah, yeah books i don't ever i know some people have like in the den have some like wild theories that i'm like is yes. mind-blowing to me that i'm like why like and they're like well look at this yeah, yeah they're, it's they're Charlie's Charlie map. Yeah, yeah, it's the post-it notes. It's a, that's a recurring we theme. Always, yeah, we always go back to the post-it notes. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy what people can pick up on. And like, uh, now I feel like I'm seeing that. And it'll be interesting now reading Lightbringer because we've been so in the den, hardcore looking at like, well, this could happen here and this could happen here. That I feel like now in Lightbringer, I'm going to read it and be like, where are we going? Rather than the rest, yeah. it was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just reading it. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to be very honest with myself. I'm going to read it way too fast to have any sort of insight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but know who maybe I am. <laughs> read through once and then revisit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But also, I'm really excited for literally none of the theories to be right. Oh, I'm so oh, excited. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it just, like, rips apart all of our thoughts. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, because I don't... That's the thing with Pierce, is we can almost never guess anything that no. he's doing. Which, Which he doesn't even what know what he's so doing good. half the time. Yeah, no. that's it. <laughs> he just pantses it all the time. He just pantses, <laughs> which makes it brilliant. That then you're yeah. like, oh, that is what naturally would occur. But like, you didn't, it didn't have to be there. set up. It just occurred. Yeah. 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 Also, do you Shut want up. to explain, do you want to explain that term for uh, people who are like me and had no idea what it meant before I heard Pansing? it on here? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I was like, what term? <laughs> so, uh, wanna... Pantsing. Yeah, pantsing is when you fly by the seat of your pants and you literally... Okay, so when it comes to writing, there are people that are pantsers and then there are people that are plotters. And plotters will literally outline every single thing and probably write like different chunks so that they can get to the point of their plot. Pantsers don't do that. And I have heard Pierce in interviews literally say he will write from beginning to end. He doesn't chunk it up into different stuff. He literally just goes from beginning to end and he pantses it the entire way. Yeah. So what you're saying is we need to buy him some sort of like Kevlar line jeans. So all the friction will just <laughs> not ruin yeah, his pants. Exactly. He's sledding yeah. down the hill. He, he might need some new pants. Yeah. 
there's a very good interview between him and V.E. Schwab, who is notoriously one, one of the biggest, about. yeah, one of the biggest plotters in the book industry. Yes. And he's the biggest pantser and he spends the whole time talking and you can just see she's going into cardiac arrest. I think she like, literally says at one point, she's like, oh my God, stop. You're going to give me a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, I don't know. If I, like, my <laughs> characters end up at a cliff, I have to just figure out how to get around the cliff. And what <laughs> like, would my characters do? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think, it's- like, him saying that he writes from point A to point B literally blew her mind. Like, yeah. I think that's the thing I took away from that. She was just like, there's no way you do that. And he's like, yeah, I do. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So it's, which is fascinating now that we're into book, heading into six of seven, that it's like, what does that then, how many tied loose ends do you get to um, in book seven that you have to then tie them all up? Yeah. Like, so it'll be be interesting. But back to Golden Sun. Yeah, anyways, back to the second book. Second book. (laughs) What are we doing? Um, Aries has been revealed as Fitchner. Mm-hmm. We have, and we are. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we are We're... falling from the sky. Darrow is yep. on death's door. We didn't even touch on Darrow. Just like unceremoniously kills the shit out of Carnus. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He literally just comes up there, and what Carnus Ste- like comes he... after him. Yeah, Carnus. Uh, basically pushes Aja out of the way and it's like I'm killing Darrow and Darrow's like are you though and (laughs) he he stabs him through the gut pulls his razor through by the sharp end and then cuts his head off it's like okay like why didn't you do that before yeah well, this gets back to remember Lauren with the Cassius thing, and yeah. Lauren was like, "Could have, could have done him you with the Arenicus folly in three moves." Yeah, and this is now Darrow's like, "I'm not playing showman anymore. Like, you're done. Moving on. Who else wants a piece of me?" Yeah, yeah. Oh. kind of tired of everybody's shit. So yeah, which Especially I don't Carnus. blame him. Yes. Also, like, Carnus is the biggest bully. Yeah, out of them all, and it's just like, oh my god, can we stop with this blood feud? Like, I understand, I get it with everything in their family, but like, oh my god, this should be done. Yeah, well, that's the thing too. Is like for Carnus, it's not like it's not about Julian. It's not about Cassius. It's literally just like, yeah, my family wants you dead, so. I'm yeah. gonna kill you. And you tried to embarrass me in the institute or uh academy. in the uh, academy. Academy. Yeah. 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 Oh Carnus. Yeah. And then and then yeah. Darrow gets to gets to hit him with the rise so high in Mud You Lie. Yes. <laughs> so good. Just absolutely perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, the beginning of this part is that quote as well. Like, it brings it yeah. back yeah. to... because the part's called that's Mud. That's the quote. Yeah. Yep. No, the part is called Ruin. Oh, sorry. But then it says, My rise bad. so high in my July. Yeah. 
chapter. I think the last part was mud. Because it's all no, about Daryl. The chapter is mud. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm all, this is the one time I've ever held the book this whole time. Conqueror was last one. But yeah. Yeah, so you get the quote at the beginning there of yeah. ruin. Yeah. But well, okay, because you know, this podcast is about relationships. Um Yeah. You want to talk about the next part. Well, no, more of like backtracking a little bit, like oh, okay. the, the, the relation we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. Get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but more of like the, the relationship between Fitchner and Darrow. Like yeah. in that in that whole scene when Fitchner is very much so like trying to not get Darrow killed. He's sitting there like looking at Darrow and Darrow kind of notices that he's looking at him almost like longingly. And he just kind of chalks it up to that whole fact of, oh, well, I'm his student. Like he's not going to want to kill his student. Yeah. I'm I'm his prodigal son. Like exactly. Well, he brings up that and he brings up Severo as well of like, is it because I'm the student or is it because of Severo? Because Severo follows me. But then when I was reading it this time, is it also more of he's Fitchner is realizing that Darrow is now put into a predicament of he is leading this rise and Mm -hmm. he is put so much into Darrow. Fitchner's put so much into Darrow, but at this point and Fitchner now may have to watch Darrow die. Yes. So it's almost that moment of, okay, what do I do? How do I make this not happen? I can't handle losing him at this point in the game because I don't have anybody else to replace him. Yeah. Yeah, this is, is this this is the winner die moment, basically. Yeah. I thought that was kind of an interesting way to tie in all of that emotion that he has and then lead like it was almost like a like a a little Easter egg for what was about to come and his reveal. Yeah, like really quick foreshadowing. Yeah. Foreshadowing. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. The part or is it after when we're seeing him with Sabra where he says about like you weren't my only plan, but you were the one that was the best. Uh it's definitely not while they're flying away from It's not this part. No. Never mind. I think it's after. (laughs) Yeah, Darrow is not in a (laughs) any state of a a, he doesn't even know what's happening. Yeah. He thinks uh he thinks Fitchner is narrow. Yeah, he thinks, yep. Yeah. Yep. As Darrow's losing a lot of blood and he's about ready to just say he's done. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Actually, that was after he said he was done. Because he's like, you know, there's there's no way I'm getting out of this. Like, I'm kneeling, basically naked, weaponless, on the floor of a shuttle like faced by two of the deadliest people in the society like yeah he's like well yeah I'm like okay this is it i feel like darrow does that a lot too where he just accepts his fate but yeah. then very last second is always just like no just kidding i want to live yeah that's very yeah, the, true the rage bubbles up again <laughs> 
Well, I feel like for him, like he always, it's that live for something more. So is yeah. it like mm -hmm. he needs either that person or that thing that it's like, I'm not just doing this for myself, right? Like he focuses on like, no, EO's dream or, you know, live for Mustang or whatever that moment is that he then that's where he seems to like focus his energy on that. Like there is more out there. So good, good job, EO. You did your work there. Yeah. <laughs> you created a weapon. Yes. That's yeah. 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 yeah and then immediately after this, I was going to say, we now our, can we oh, yeah, like now, uh, yeah. We get the fade to Obsidian. Yes. It was like, it was a little more graphic than just fade it's, to Obsidian. Yeah. Yeah, well, well we I mean, get, it's, it's we definitely like a, more yeah. than it had been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this that's is, more of what I mean. Like, it wasn't, like you said, two teenagers groping in the garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yep. was like some some real shit. Yeah. And then we still got Fade to Black. So. Still, yeah. yeah. But yeah. even, I don't know, I just like, you know, he wakes up and she's just curled around. And I like that she tries to pretend that it was a mistake. Oh, yeah. That she's like, yeah, she's oh, like, I fell oh, asleep. I must have fallen asleep. Um, not like, on bed. On my bed. She's like, oh, yeah, okay. in the chair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, honey. But yeah, and sure. we get the really cute, like, Stay, where he finally says stay yeah where she, literally like she was begging him to let her in and in that moment i think it was when he was in the mud he literally was going over things where he's like i made a mistake i really mm. should have let her in i shouldn't do this ever again if i live and i think finally he has that moment of realization of how much she actually means to him yeah and then in that moment where she's about to go he finally just asks her to stay and i think as readers we all just had that moment of relief yes yeah. like good job yes, Darrow. you finally, did the you thing absolute moron <laughs> only took a book and a half seriously yeah well, yeah and this time he wasn't looking at his hands so uh <laughs> He put the other loves of his life out of his brain. Yeah. They were probably wrapped in bandages, so. <laughs> he couldn't see them at all. Actually, for sure they were. At least one of them, because he pulled the razor out of Carnus by the sharp end. That's true. All right, one yep. down. That's it. So he just needs to be distracted away from his hands enough to focus yep. on the pretty girl. Got it. Okay, cool. I don't know. Like bed versus I mean this is not the Dara we're talking about so the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah and then we do so the interesting thing to me though in this whole thing is so in this she kind of fills him in on what's happening where things are and like mm -hmm. who's my thing is for where this all chapter ends, who's been in the room? So we've learned that Savro pretty much never leaves. Yeah. Um, Mustang's almost always there. And Roke's almost always there. That Roke's been mm -hmm. sitting there a whole bunch, which is huge. Right. Which we can focus on that in a second. But that 
when they then end up fading to obsidian, um, nobody locks the door. Like, to me, I'm like, all these people have just been in and out, and the two of you are just so confident. <laughs> like, that's the thing and to me that, like, reading it through this time, I was like, moment. you just keep... You just keep talking about everybody coming in and out of this room, and we're just okay. You're confident in yourself, and I like it. I mean, have you not done that though? <laughs> yeah, I have. I feel like I'm very like. Anyway, we just gotta get it done. Yeah, they know. They all know what's happening. That's true. Yeah. Like, That's okay, I'll, if you think about like. If you ever lived with friends in college and yeah. any of you ever brought somebody over, you all know what is happening. Yes, that is fair. That it is just like, don't. <laughs> just don't. Now is not the time. Yeah. But yeah, it was just funny to me that I'm like, did you not <laughs> think that at any moment someone's walking no. in? Nope. Well, and, nope. and then you think about like, uh, you hear these stories about people getting it on in the hospital and their heart rate monitor going off. <laughs> and the nurses all come rushing in it's like oh Daryl can control his heart what does it sit at Fine. do you think he's gonna control his heart when he's doing the dirty like no with the Mustang <laughs> Mustang come on <laughs> thinking about his hands he's thinking about Mustang yeah fair enough <laughs> So I just, I think that would be hilarious. Just the heart rate monitors all start going off and people come rushing in. It's like, oh. Like, no. I mean, like, guys. Yeah, but, it took you long on. enough, but. At least put a sock on the door. Yeah. Or a bridle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I killed Salem. Uh, yep. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> That's over. It. Good job. That was Patriot City. <laughs> yeah, we do get slightly more graphic this time. We get to learn that she pretty much pushes herself on him, which, like, you get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just... her. And then he just rips her clothes in half. Yes! <laughs> like they're paper. Like wet paper? Yeah. <laughs> also, also, how mad would you be if somebody, like, without any warning, just ripped your clothes off? I know. Like, like, excuse me. I liked that depends shirt. Depends on the context. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what is she wearing? That's it. Maybe she's just in, like, kicking around in whatever t-shirt she wanted to wear that day. But, like, yeah. Like, she stole a pair of Depending on what it is. Because yeah. her clothes were dirty. So maybe that would make sense. They would be like paper. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, depending on the shirt, I'd be mad. I'm like, I wanted to wear that again. Yeah. Be, it can come up over my head. Like, there, there's other ways. <laughs> 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 no, he just needs to prove how strong he is. Which does well, mean yeah, that I think both his of his hands are. Yeah, I was going to say that does mean both his hands are working, unless he's like <laughs> magic. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, okay, with Carver's, who's to say that his hand wasn't ready to go? 
after yeah. ripping it, the sword out. That's true. Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, yeah, and he like he had been. It was like a week, in a coma couple for days, like a week. Yeah, yeah. We got the we got the chapter we were all waiting for. Yeah. Which so this is an interesting thing that Pierce has said this is not their first time he claims they have had sex between the institute and the academy oh, yeah. but it doesn't read that way to me because he says something yeah. about how he has been waiting for this pretty much since eo but is that just because you get the true passion and they haven't had like probably deep dive into i probably i mean it could be because who's to say what happened at the institute like there were there was a fade to black moment there mm-hmm. but i mean who's to say that wasn't the only time yeah and because they were together between the institute and the academy and, and that's where that's pierce when, has said that that's when they had sex is between which would make there. sense yeah which would totally 100%. make sense because then he then because daryl gifted her the horse ring yeah. Before he went to the academy. So I would not be surprised. And I think that's probably why it hurts so much for them to almost break all contact. Like he probably figured she was going to be waiting for him and she had her own plan and then like devoted herself to Cassius. Yeah. But also like that, that's where I feel like this is weird. And maybe it's more of a, point of view from Darrow that maybe Mustang wasn't completely like upfront about saying hey we're done I have these things I have to do because like that would be like your boyfriend going to college and you staying at home and you guys don't really communicate because like something's happening and then all of a sudden you're dating somebody else yeah it's almost the Ross, uh, the two things that popped in my head, pop culture wise, are the Ross and Rachel, we were on a break. Yeah. And the scene in Bring It On, where she's still in high school and goes to visit her college boyfriend, and he's yeah. sleeping with somebody else in the dorm. Those are the things that in my mind was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Was, okay. You're missing some communication here of what what stage are we on in this? Yeah. And now we finally... We've tried to patch it up multiple times. I would say Mustang tried to patch it up multiple times. Oh, yeah. And, and they finally. Put the flex seal on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pam. <laughs> yeah. Plug that hole. Finally, Darrow's. Yeah. <laughs> well. You've been hanging out in comms too much, dude. <laughs> Rose Garden, maybe. <laughs> oh that's where you've been hiding okay oh Wanking wondered yeah oh. well we get to so, go from directly from that then they yeah, from mustang walk to him. rogue yeah oh yeah um which like has a whole bunch of them kicking around because we get the carpenter joke uh, <laughs> in which like they're all there <laughs> yeah yeah how are we feeling which, about roke right now let's on okay <laughs> i i gotta give it to roke on this one 
That joke is solid. You are Daxo on this, aren't you? Yep. Okay, <laughs> I absolutely dies. God about this joke. So literally, I was yelling at the book, like waiting for him to like reveal what it was. Ah, Chris, do you want to just read the joke? <laughs> Say it. Who, who was the first? I feel like carpenter? you'd say better. I. It's Eve. Because she made Adam's Why? banana stand. <laughs> uh, I won't lie. I was behind in my reading for the den, and so I think it somehow. I don't know if it was one of your questions. But, like, I ended up, or somebody answered or something, but it came up in the read-along. And I was like, I forget this joke. Like, never mind the fact that it's a complete part of the chapter. Like, I forgot it. So I Googled it and ruined it for myself ahead of time. Because, like, (laughs) there's, like, a whole Reddit devoted to that that joke. But, yeah, because I was like, what are they on about? I don't remember a carpenter joke. And, like, I I was like, I really appreciate the fact that everybody's like, no, Roke sucks too much to for this joke to be, to funny. be funny. Yeah, literally it's like, every a, single it's a history in that joke, room. right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> you people are all me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, Roke, you're not yeah. funny. And then, <laughs> no. Fuck! It turns out he is. <laughs> the one time. The one redeeming quality just before the end. Yep. Which someone in out of context, and I didn't pull it, but someone in out of context brought up that this is kind of one of the last, it, it's the real connection we see to Roke being Judas. That you can yeah. go through the books and like see like the kiss on each cheek. Like he goes through and then this joke has them saying like, is it Jesus? Which really like almost drives home like there is biblical imagery in all of this, mm-hmm. and he is Judas, um, which we don't quite see yet. But we get the conversation, which it's very clear how upset with Darrow he is, and that like their relationship yeah. is pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me kind of curious as to because Mustang does say that. Roke does go and see him quite a bit while he's unconscious it just makes me wonder what his motive was like why if you are so frustrated with this person why are you going to see them like yeah maybe yeah but yeah no you bring up a good point of well and we we talked about on a pod like on the tactus podcast of like why was Roke so devoted to Tactus when he watched him screw them all over? Right. And then, right? Like, so it's almost like Roke doesn't, he doesn't, he needs a therapist. Yeah. I would say to process some emotions because he doesn't seem to naturally understand. But I think he's the to... kind of person that doesn't think he needs a therapist. Oh, he 100% would yeah. be like, no, no, I am fine. Yeah, I have no childhood dra- uh, trauma. I am okay, yeah. but he clearly there is he fights with his own emotions through a lot of this and like yeah. not understanding, like 
yeah, you end up taking the side of your girlfriend's killer. You end up like, Tactus took, like, screwed you all over, and then you're more remorseful for that than any, like, it just, Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a lot of weird mixed emotions in there, even just with the fact that, like, like, Darrow pushed him away and everything, but he just, he's so, I don't know how to put it. Um, So I think probably one of the bigger parts that was a little intriguing for me, I can't remember if it was in this portion, this last quarter, or the quarter before this, when they meet with the Telemannises, and they're all upset that Victra's there. And they're all yeah. trying to be like, Victra shouldn't be here in this room. We don't trust her. Her family sucks pretty much. But then Roke literally kind of chimes in and he's like, well, I'm here, but all of my family is notorious liars. Like, why do you trust me? And then yeah. you really start to kind of question, why was Roke even in House Mars? Yeah. And so I think he has his own kind of rage, which we do start to see that really starts to show when you get on his bad side he burns bridges yeah the anger of a quiet man yes yes um this conversation is actually the first time we see roke refer to the friendship in a past tense as well right oh yeah so Mm -hmm. he uh said, I didn't mind that it was always about you, Darrow. Uh, that was what burned Tactus, but not me. I'm not in love with you like Mustang. I don't worship you like Severo or the Howlers. I was a true friend. Not, I am a true friend. Because the other one, they're in first person. Or like, they're yeah. in, you know, present yeah. tense. Yeah. He's already given up on him at this point. Yep. Yeah. And it's which is also kind of a burn to Severo of I'm the like I was the true friend Severo worships you yeah Yeah. fuck you you are yeah like no Severo's the true friend how self-centered do you have to be to be like I was your true friend like I was your best friend and it's like (laughs) um no not if you're gonna say it like that yeah It's like when you have, I feel like there's a stage when you're, I don't know, 14 or 15 and your best friend can't have a best friend. Like you are the best friend. And if they talk yeah, your to best someone friend has too to much, be like yeah. your best yeah. friend as well. Exactly. Like that's what this or feels like. Like best friend's best friend. Yeah. Like it was us. Yeah. It wasn't them. It was us. Like, oh, it's was so it? Daddy. It's so daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah roke being yeah and dumb he's he okay so now now i'm thinking about it roke is the pick me girl scarlet is gonna like the other shit i'm when not she comes like them <laughs> oh that is scarlet really don't be at the den because of that please <laughs> wow Wow. yeah no but you're not wrong not wrong like 
I say it and I realize I'm not wrong. And it's just, it's sad. Like, it's also sad in the regard that Roke has tried so hard to be Darrow's friend, but Darrow just keeps pushing him away. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like literally just timing or if it's more of maybe synonymous with that idea of you kind of lose those first friendships that you really make sometimes. Like, and that, and that kind of goes back to like Nero in the beginning being like, well, you made these friends at the Institute. Like they're not going to stick around forever. Right. And there are some that will. And I think we all kind of go through those stages in life. And it's, I, I think in this portion and just with the way that this, story plays out it's just a more elevated version of what we all experience in life which yeah sucks and it just sucks that they all have political power (laughs) yeah yeah that there's that there's real consequences to it yeah yeah that they you know can launch an armada against each other if they wish because they're mad That's a scary thought. Yeah. Like, well, it goes back to what we were saying earlier of 20 year olds suddenly, instead of like, I'm not talking to you, it's a, I'm going to launch an armada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take your spaceship. Yeah. And if it's Roke, there's not much you can do to stop him. No. Oh, no. He's good Nelson reincarnate. Ugh. Though, to be fair, oh, never mind. We're cutting out what I just said because that is going to be Morning Stars with someone write that down for when I remember yeah. it later. Okay, okay, okay. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> you need to write that down, dude. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I have paper right here, but that one's on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's just say, so I went to Nelson High School, so I know a little bit too much about Nelson, and that now, thinking about it, is foreshadowing. Yeah? Yeah. I guess I never, yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that. There's so much foreshadowing in all of this. There's like, so much. Like, dude, I and it, I think that's the thing that I really like about this reread is i'm really picking up on it this time because i'm looking for questions to ask for question of the day Mm. and it's killing me to not ask these questions about foreshadowing (laughs) because i know what's going to come i can't yeah i can't wait for our full spoilers reread after it's gonna be so good Mm. oh my god you, you saw the reel i had to put up for this week's out of context where they just yeah they could not (laughs) yeah well you got the dm of like i can't (laughs) i cannot control them anymore because they just every single thing was like well in this and in this and we had someone in um the out of context that has not read past morningstar so Uh, it was really a like do brackets Oh, oh yeah, she did talk about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they were good about, but it's because I just kept going, no, no. And they at least were good. Most of them would moderate the other ones of like, oh, but but because this is the end of Golden Sun, then the you can spoil just a little bit gets into Morning Star. And I was like, that's a different book, guys. That's not yeah. two chapters later. It's a different 
book. Like we're not. So yeah, it's, it's a difficult thing to try and read all of these when we have so much information in our heads that like, yeah, I'm excited for us to just come on and go, okay, so. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Let me tell you about Lord Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but back to Roke. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So We're just gonna cut that whole section, right? Yeah, we can yeah. Get oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Good. Um is there really anything else to talk about, Roke? Because I feel like no. they don't really ever get much of a like after that, there's not much um, because Daryl tries to talk to Roke. Yeah, well, and that's, that's, that's where Roke says um, friendships take minutes to mm-hmm. make, moments to break, and years to rebuild. Yeah. And it's like, are we going to get years? <laughs> well, and even then, like, what is... Because Roke is such the poet. Um, it, like, is there even... Do you think in his mind that he is going to allow Daryl to try to rebuild this relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, or is he not. more I think he's... to save face? Like... Oh, at this point, he is, he's done and gone. He's done. Like, yeah, he's, he's been done. Yeah. 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 But they kind of, yeah. So their conversation gets cut off because several then comes running in being like, we have an emergency. Because yeah. mm-hmm. the jackal has the sons of Ares. Yeah. The only three that matter. The only, well, that's it. Yeah, I was the like, only one. There's no one yeah. else. <laughs> we didn't know about anybody else. Okay, but that's also based off of how much Darrow knows, and then yet nobody tells Darrow anything. So, yeah, Darrow's just shooting in the dark. This is true. But I just like, it's like, the pink, the violet, the red, as if those are the only three (laughs) in all of Sons of Aries. Yet they've somehow gone to Venus at this point, but it's the three that matter. Yeah. Yeah. We get to go to the Jackal's estate. Mm -hmm. Victor just hanging out there trying to ski. (laughs) That's my favorite picture. Yeah, they still ski. You want to ski? That's a... No snowboarding, though. What's your opinion on that one, Crescent? That there's no snowboarding, there's only skiing. Well, at least in high school. You don't need to just sit on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I will fight you on this. (laughs) Hey, man. It's not my fault you need to be lame to have fun. (laughs) What? I gotta go fast, man. I can try. Yeah. Not not me thinking about buying skis while I was snowboarding this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one of my friends that was snowboarding. Mm. So um, they had to wait for you the whole time to put your bindings on. Only briefly. Only briefly. I mean, some people I can't, don't necessarily always bind the one foot, so. Just I can't say anything in this. I've gone snowboarding three times in my life and probably nearly died all three times and <laughs> skiing once. Point. But I, was real I mean, at least, skiing. at least Crescent, when you snowboard, you don't have to worry about your skis popping off and then having to go chase your skis. That's true. 
terrifying it's so bad i have wiped out so many times and then my ski just goes boop and then i'm like okay well going down the mountain so what you have to just one foot ski down the yep yeah or you take the one off and then you walk down and go get it wow (laughs) or you boot ski all right what this is why i or you this is why i boot oh yeah you can boot ski yeah not anymore though they've uh with grip walk oh yeah okay anyways (laughs) this is why i have summer sports and not winter (laughs) sports i wonder what victor's opinion on all of this is i'm just i'm just thinking like how how wild of skiers would they be this is like they're like beyond peak human it's like Jesus Christ. Like, how fast do you think they go? Like... Well, the speed... The, like, the speed isn't the thing, though. Yeah. Because, like... Or is it the finesse? I think it's just, like, the the feats of athleticism they would be capable of. Because, like, going the fast clip. doesn't like, take skill, the dropping really. thing. Are they going to do the thing where you just, like, go off a cliff and then... Oh, do the backcountry. My cousin speed. does that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because, like... Like, I can see that. Well, they're in one where, third like, instead of... Too, yeah, and like I'm just thinking that um, instead of like you can now at this point probably go to the top of a mountain. You're not reliant necessarily on chairlifts, but you can do what well, like, I mean, you know how people that. helicopter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, with a yeah, helicopter. Heli- like I'm heli- just picturing that. Ski. Yeah. Well, and also they're all gold, so like they have literally everything at their disposal. So yep. they could heli ski. They yeah. could. Just have grab boots that are lightweight yeah, enough that they can throw in a backpack. Boots. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Futuristic <laughs> ski resorts, people. <laughs> I will be still be in the chalet. Thank you. See you there. <laughs> Getting a little pre apre Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, then... so then we uh, we get Darrow... <laughs> Giving the uh, the gifts to Adrius and Victra. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I forget and what the, the jackal the, gets. He gets a jackal standard. Oh, and he's like, right. "This okay. is this is the first time somebody's gotten me something that's not lions." Yeah, and that he thinks is actually cool. Yeah. Yeah. What does Victor? The bottle of the bottle of yeah, right. Yeah, which she is also very excited about. Yeah, yeah. Good gift, and rightly so. Good smell. Was it (laughs) Darrow who did it, or do we think Theodora is working in the background and actually did it? (laughs) No, because Darrow Darrow talks about all the time, like it's important to know the people who work for you basically yeah and i think he kind of learned that from the institute where he's like if i don't pay attention to these people they're not going to follow me and then in turn he's just made friends yeah yep yep fair yeah so he's a good gift giver good good job daryl yeah yep. and mustang's got her ring do we know if he's given anything to Severo other than an eyeball? That was Mustang. He didn't, 
I, I was going to yeah, say, he yeah. didn't even really give the, and I don't even think Mustang gets to give the eyeball. He, she let him pick it up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. I don't know if that counts as gift giving. I don't know. To Severo, it probably counts. In Severo, yeah, that's what I was going to say. In Severo's eyes. <laughs> Truly, in, in Severo's eyes. Eyeballs. Yeah. Severo's probably got a whole bunch of knives from Darrow, just like every time. Like, and here's yeah. a new knife. And here's a new knife. Mm-hmm. He probably has, like, given him so many little wolf knickknacks that oh, he's, like, yeah. just put on a shelf somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, like the, the little um, granite wolf that Dram sent me. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yes. Yeah, I Which, can see Severo being a collector. You're a real one for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Dram it, watches this, but, but shout out anyway. Didn't it get stuck in customs twice trying to get to you? No, UPS just said they couldn't deliver it to me. Or FedEx, sorry, FedEx. FedEx yeah. said like Oh yeah. I we won't deliver like we can't deliver that. And we we're talking yeah. it's How like, did you get it? Do you she sent it UPS. And yeah. she's oh. like, "Do you live like out in the boonies somewhere?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I live in the biggest city in my province." And I used to work for FedEx. In my city. It's like. <laughs> That's probably why. They're like, oh. You, it's they you. banned him. You don't get your oh, fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a snide I, joke I about how you are the most like underpopulated province, but you're still. <laughs> you're not wrong. Well, PEI. Just an but, asshole. And then you guys. <laughs> And from Toronto, we're just assholes. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, back to Darrow's gift giving. Yeah. Yeah. So we get non Canadian gifts. Darrow did some good gift giving. Yeah. To people, um, and, then and then literally this... every single person has warned Darrow not to make friends with the jackal. Literally yeah. everybody. And what is he doing? He's giving the jackal gifts. Yep. Yep. Like Which, at this I mean, point, like, do we you can, think you can I mean it's kind of shitty, but you can give gifts to somebody without like actually having oh, yeah. them be your friend. Oh, totally. And you can give a really good gift without somebody being your friend. True. It's like a but like unfortunately a really good point. manipulation tactic. Emotional like, manipulation, we know my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like the point is like he's doing that to try and get on the jackal's good side or does he actually be like think like oh maybe they're all wrong yeah yeah because yeah. we don't know whether or not at this point he is still trusting the jackal to full capacity right. or if it's a like or has he ever yeah yeah well like he tells That's the telemanises like you know i don't trust him and then he tells mustang like i don't trust him she's like no you don't need him yeah. yeah like he's going to do some shit yeah and that's i think the difference is mustangs like don't even tell him anything like don't keep him around essentially yeah. is what he really yeah, needs to hear it's yeah, not like, a don't, don't trust rude. him it's don't yeah. let him in the room yeah and i think right, that like, is all rude, chalked but... up to yeah. yeah well and i think that's all chalked up to like darrow just not paying attention enough and people just need to be blunt to him and nobody's blunt to him about anything yeah yep 
Yeah, that's the but only reason also at he knows the that Victor is into him. Yeah. Well, and at the same time, like, is Daryl even going to listen to you if you tell him not to do Yeah. He's like Ransom trying to go to bed. You have to <laughs> use reverse psychology. <laughs> shout out to Ransom on this one. Everybody's getting a shout out. my water. <laughs> Ransom, go to bed. <laughs> Yeah. Then we get the Sun's Varys infiltrating. Yeah. Yes. And it's all <laughs> and we, a and grand we, ruse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And> we, <laughs> we find out how they got past the scanners just hanging on the belly of Darrow's ship. <laughs> <laughs> and like, honestly, pretty convincing. Yeah. Like, pretty convincing oh, yeah. ruse, I would say. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, when Darrow just literally takes out one of the dudes, he's just, like, trying to, like, pretend to project protect all of the people in the room from whatever's yeah. happening. And he just is like, no, can, like, I'll convince you. It's fine. And then, really, he's just in on the whole big plan. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Which then we get the beautiful, we get Dancer is back. Mm-hmm. Dancer's yeah. not dead. Dancer's Dancer's not alive. dead. We get a good hug from Dancer. Mickey We, we is... did know that Dancer wasn't dead. We did know yeah. that because he's yeah. who he was went the to Severo. Yes, that's true. Okay. Um, But we finally get to actually see mm-hmm. him. See him, yeah. Um, We, we get, get Mickey. Reunion, yeah. Yeah. We get Mickey being very finally apologetic of, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm sorry Everything. for what I did to everybody. Um, we don't see Evie, do we? I no. don't think so. I think they said she's on a mission somewhere. Or she's somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, we don't see her. Yeah, because it's, it's only guys in the room. Because Severo yeah. says, let's tell sexist jokes. <laughs> well, classic yeah, so that we don't have harmony there yeah. as well either. Yeah. Who, but do we think, because it said that there was the violet, the red, and the pink. So we assume that it was Harmony and Evie, do we not? It was It was Harmony, Evie, and... And Mickey. Mm-hmm. So who do you think... Oh, well, we can get to... Never mind, I'll ask this question at the end. Yeah. I'll ask this question at the end. Um, But yeah, we don't see the two girls. We only Mm -hmm. see... Yeah. Yep. Um, The other thing, too, is like... Darrow, I think he's kind of consciously trying to bring people closer. Mm -hmm. Um... Because, like, Mickey is crying, um, and he's like, I tried to warn you when you came to us on Luna. I wanted to say to run, but she would have killed me if I said any more. I was afraid you would believe her over me. And he's like, I would have believed you, Mickey. And I think that's him consciously being like, you know, I gotta gotta start letting people in. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think after he had that near-death experience, he's realized that that's the way he's going is not the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because at this point, he's lived a very lonely life for the last four years. Yeah. Like, as much as Severo is around, he only told Severo his big secret, let's say, two or three months ago at this point. And even then, he didn't tell him. (laughs) No. That's it. It got told for him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's only just... And he told Ragnar, but that's it. Yeah, like, he... It's a very lonely existence that you're and not. And I think when he sees Dancer, he and Mickey and everybody, he just has that sense of relief too, where yeah. he's just like, oh my God, I have people again that actually know who I am and what I am. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just read the quote and. Oh, where'd it go? Um, so yeah, he he has his little interaction with Mickey. He has, you know, hugged Dancer till his back cracks. Um, and he says, this is the man I'd rather be. Not constantly on guard, not lying through my teeth. Mm-hmm. Which, at that point, he decides that he wants to tell Mustang. Yeah, because pretty much everybody in the scene is like, the fuck? The yeah, fuck yeah. you are? <laughs> like, <laughs> you've, you've already got her. Like, she's in love with you. You Like, you absolute fuck. But I also, from, I understand from their point of view where they're just like, Oh, for um, sure. You really want to do that? But then it's, from Dara's point of view, it's like, okay, well, if I love her, I want to tell her everything. Yes. Yeah. And so I I get both sides where you're just like, oh my God, don't tell her now. But at the same time, it's also like, okay, why not tell her now? Yeah. And and he says, like, if Mustang can't change, like, it's all fucked. Yeah. Like, we're done here. Like, if Mustang can't change, nobody can. Yeah. And there's no point. Yeah. Which, yeah. Especially because she's done the research that's not just him you know slowly Mm -hmm. making her fall in love with him uh or not so slowly uh but she's the one who like she's clearly already on that track of mind and she has been almost from the beginning like she literally has been on that from the beginning because of she because she hummed eo's song and then she now did research on Luna. That was the whole reason she went there is so that she could publish these articles on like sociological standards and why they're even there. So she's definitely finding ways to break the trend, but I, without her support. Yeah, totally. Like if you can't have somebody like that turn to your side, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. One, like her, even says like while they're at the institute like mustang's plan is eo's dream yeah like Mm -hmm. you know you don't you don't have people in servitude to you you have people in partnership to you yeah because otherwise it's just yeah yeah so i it made sense to me of why you would tell her 
I don't, and we'll get into this in a moment. I don't necessarily agree with how he did it, but no, I think we talked nope. about that a lot in the den. <laughs> I don't think any of us did. No, Tip- typical Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Good thought but, for execution. Uh, yeah, because what we get to see is him. We get to see him go home first. So even before he <laughs> tells her, we get the heart wrenching. Okay, well, not even the heart wrenching. We get him. Yeah hanging out with the greys and <laughs> pushing like, around oh, ugly yeah. dan yeah yeah and and i think he at this point he's, yeah at this point he's got you know he still clearly hates the greys but i think understands of like they're just doing their job almost like yeah, yeah. Well, but like, then he lays it into the copper yeah, yeah. The, the copper does not. <laughs> well, yeah, the the copper is trying to like impress him so much with with his <laughs> Soto Chenere cheese, and uh, it's like you're not no. like you're not part of high society like you are not the marco polo like <laughs> you are yeah you're literally magistrate. below ground dude yeah 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 and yeah. he's no. um he talks about going to uh like a hotel and daryl's like no it's probably a whorehouse on the edge of the taiga like <laughs> yeah yeah he oh. is rough I thought it was interesting, too, how Darrow's perspective changed versus how he saw them all as a red. And then now he goes back and he's like, oh, you're not that scary. Like, you you were a poor, poor, sad little man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, he went from, like, mid five foot. Like he went from Salem size to, oh, yeah. um, you know, seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see why these yeah. people wouldn't be so scary. And you know, he's the god of war incarnate, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also get it, this chapter actually kicks off with him at in the garden and what would have been. Them groping in the grass and then the grave. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get that. Well, and he says, like, she's not actually there. I know they would have dug her up. Like, yeah. you get that kind of sad. So you understand that then he's talking to this copper and laying it into him because he's going through a lot of emotions like mm-hmm. this. Like, I think, I think the nice thing uh, is that EO's grave is now like just a bunch of Hemanthus flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I would think it uh, a sign or whatever if I didn't bury a, a <laughs> one with her. A flower bug mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. yeah. Still, it's kind of nice. Yeah. A little call to her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And I think he. I kind of came here for her blessing, but she's not here anymore. No. And it's almost like he finally has that realization that she's not around. 
Like he's kind of held her like close this entire time, but him finally going back and seeing, he's really realizing like, no, she really is gone. Like, yeah, he's finally going through those moments of grief, like towards the end of acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be interesting. I feel like during Morningstar, now that you're saying that, I feel like I need to read through in that perspective because everything he's done leading to this point, especially around Mustang, mm-hmm. our fade to Obsidian moment this time around where he's finally letting Mustang in. He says, I haven't had this type of, like, I didn't think I could have this again since EO died. So he's yeah. still even in that moment, even though it's like, yeah. hey, I no longer have the guilt but I'm still in that little instance thinking of her. It'll be yeah. interesting to read through Morningstar and go, is he still thinking that or can he now have a relationship? If they have a relationship in Morningstar, if Darrow's alive, um, if yeah. Darrow's alive after Golden Sun, who knows what's happening, but is he still yeah. reflecting back? If he's alive and if he has a different girlfriend, who knows? Who knows who he's with? Maybe it's Victra. Who knows? Wouldn't yeah. she like that? <laughs> yep. She Someone, sure I will now use, we were debating on whether or not to bring up the survey <laughs> results. And one of the survey results was, where is it? I read it out earlier. Um, uh, if Victor and Darrow had gotten together, they would have conquered the solar system in only three books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) But, yeah, who knows what's happening in Morningstar. But, yeah, it's interesting to see because he definitely this whole time has been carrying her with, like, EO with him. But, but yeah, and then we had... One's yawning, (laughs) one's sneezing, one's happening. (laughs) It's springtime, I can't help it. Yeah, I feel that. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Still winter in Saskatoon. Snowed yesterday. <laughs> oh no. And like, you know, yeah. You choose to live there. <laughs> Not for that much longer. Oh. Um, um but, uh, we yeah. go from there, he goes to the tavern. And he gets to watch all the reds and pretend he is just yeah, some. He, uh... he gives back to the reds. He lets. Yeah, them. He, he's, he he's like open, feast. open the, open the rations. Do it. Up. Yeah. yeah. He brought the special ones too. Yeah, like he brought the good stuff. He brought the good stuff. Which, when I was reading it, like that was kind of odd to think about that these reds probably have not had some of the things that he brought. Like, well, okay, especially the ones that aren't gamma. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, even then, it, it kind of sounded like he was bringing stuff that maybe none of them had had, like different kinds of sweets. And yeah. it, like, how, <laughs> like, just in the grand scheme of things, like, for me, I'm such a person that likes flavor. If I were then to have something like that and then have to go back to the same food every day, I would be so upset. <laughs> like, I'd be happy for that moment that I got to experience it, but then everything else just would not match. It wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, everything yeah. else is gray yeah. from now on. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to comment of, like, so we see at the beginning of Red Rising, 
that them seeing a gold is this shocking kind of a thing. Like the golds don't come here. And then we mm-hmm. have in this scene, we get the kind of the vibe that Darrow and then eventually Mustang are just kind of like hanging Nerd. out watching. Like, I just feel that if I was a red, it would be like that moment where you're like, they're like, so, I don't know, some well, rich or celebrity or whoever is there. And you're like, I'm just supposed to act normal. Like what? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Darrow doesn't isn't like there, right? Like no. he's sitting up in the can, kind yeah. of like watching this go on. Mm. I don't know why. Well, and at that point, they probably still because he still technically had an alliance to Augustus, and right. so he was in there representing Augustus. So it wasn't like out of context for him to be there. Oh, for sure. I just feel like it'd be awkward of like. Oh yeah, that'd be like having like some sort of political leader come and watch you eat. Yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> in a cafeteria. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me like, wrong. It just, it's it's weird. It's but weird. he's also not like sitting there like this, just like <laughs> watching. He's sitting like way above, so nobody can see him watching. <laughs> okay, that puts a better perspective on. It. Yeah, because um, I just kept. Though, I the, don't know why I missed that point, and I read it, and I was like you're just okay like <laughs> just hanging out um the other thing for me that's kind of weird is like is nobody asking questions like why are you taking a feast to this one random mine well mustang says mustang's the one yeah. who is like why are we here yeah. yeah, when and, she comes back in the picture. Yeah, and yeah. his response is, oh, this is this is the mine where the girl sang the song. Like, yeah. and he can just, and then she almost, like, and, like, he gives it, like, they've had a rough few years. Like, whatever. Yeah. And she just, like, okay. Kind of, like, I guess. Yeah. But she's the one who's, like, why the hell are we here? Like, yeah. what is happening? Which then uh, takes us to why they were there. Yep. And which I thought was an interesting point that he, like that Pierce paints is that Darrow even points out, he's like, I'm not using my grab boots to get through any of these places. Like I am too big for this stuff, but I am going to go on foot. And yeah. he takes Mustang on foot after it gets dark to visit his home. Yeah. 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 But then she never gets to go inside because he just hands her a hollow cube and says, This is everything. And she well, gets to go through it on her own. She could have gone inside. She could have. It's not, it's not okay. she doesn't get to. She chooses not to. Okay, yes. But, but why but would let's, you? Why yeah. would you? Okay, there's a lot of I, stuff I, happening with this, though. <laughs> I super agree with you, but it's not she doesn't get to. Yes. She just doesn't. <laughs> you are correct. Okay. At that point, too, like, a few things would be going through everything that's happening. She yeah. literally just watched all of this happen on a holo cube, and then she realizes where they are and realizes that this is his home. Me personally, as a person, like, it'd be different for other people. I would realize, oh my God, he hasn't seen his family since this happened. I'm going to give them space. Yeah. 
don't invite me in. I don't know your family. You haven't had this reunion in almost four years. Like, yeah. I'm gonna let you. I understand. don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One well, as like- much as, is yeah, not even like the reunion, but like quite frankly, if it's like how much just hit her, and then like you expect me instead of having a conversation about that to go meet your mom, like yeah. can we at least have a conversation about me meeting yeah, your that's, mom? Yeah, that's that's a really no, no, no. really poor. <laughs> way to handle that and it's like yeah before he even gives her the hollow cube it's like he says like she can like she can feel what's coming yeah and, she's smart and then know. he gives her the hollow cube and it's like <laughs> deuces <laughs> yeah and I think that was the big discussion that we had in the den was that it would have gone over so much smoother if he had given her the holo cube and watched it with her yes. so that she could then at these crazy moments turn to him and literally look at him and be like this is really you like this is yeah. really what happened to you yeah but yet she has to do it all on her own yeah and then yeah process those emotions <laughs> have whatever she you know knows overthrown because as much as we think she at this point agrees with it it's still a nature versus nurture like you're well, raised and this is in one society a... taught another like well and this is also highly illegal like the fact that yeah. he is changing color not oh, only yeah. from red to gold but just changing color in general that is so illegal and that's like that was or he got his license revoked and yeah. like Sorry, that was Morningstar spoilers. You can take that out. I started reading. I started I'm just going to bleep Star. it. I'm just going to bleep just it. Just bleep it. It's fine. Salem, I'm in the middle of Dark Age right now. Oh my god, you people. I refuse <laughs> until I finish th- an episode. Huh? I realized you said that you had stopped. I was like, oh, that is probably the best idea. And I stopped. I haven't read in a couple days, but... But it's so red. To be fair, you have to read ahead so you can create because the den questions are going in. That's true. You have yeah. to create those. I have to just yeah. do this so that it's one of That's those. Fair. I'm like, don't read ahead. <laughs> and now more well, so morning star will be easier on our recording schedule. It gives us more time yeah. than this like two yeah. day turnaround we've been doing. So I yeah. can actually like tomorrow I will start and we'll be fine. Yeah. But anyway. So yeah. last week we had a really long like we recorded. You guys recorded for like three hours. Like every time yeah. I went to look, it literally was you were still talking. You were still in here. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. know how um, long that I haven't watched or listened to that one. I don't even know how long it is. is two, it no, hours? it's two twenty three. Two twenty three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um. It's our long. But yeah, though. like we we recorded Saturday, mm-hmm. and then it came out the Wednesday following. Right. And now we're nine days past recording the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, it's I can scheduling. Find it's fine. Okay. Anyways, anyway, so, so that was a really large discussion that we had in the den was that it was not handled very well. And we all were all pretty much on the same page. Like, it's okay yep. that he didn't tell her outright. Like, I don't think that would have ended very well if he literally was just like, oh, yeah, I used to live here. And then, like, 
let yes. them have that conversation, I don't think that would have ended well. She no. probably would have gotten so angry with him of like, oh my God, they did this to you and they changed you. But I think probably, I have a feeling it, like, I don't think he outright says it, but is it kind of the same video that Severo probably watched? That's our assumption. Almost guaranteed. Yeah. Because it's, it's the video of his carving. Yeah. And so, we know Severo watched the video of his carving. So we have to assume that it's, if not exactly the same, it's like extremely similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and based on the fact that they both came from the same place. Right. You yeah. know, it's, pro- it's probably, if not cut identically, it's mm-hmm. functionally identical. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, I mean, at that point, I feel like viewing it rather than having him explain it would have been better. But if he was at least there, it would have worked out so much. Oh, yeah. That's no, it. That's... I, I just think he needs to be there for follow-up questions. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. In my mind, don't even do it in Lycos. Do it on the ship. And yeah. then say, yeah. I am going. Would you like to come after we've had whatever discussion, which maybe she's yeah. fled either way. Like she could have yeah. just fled either way. But I if she's going like to stick around, then it's like, okay, yeah. now do you want to come? Like yeah. having it outside like the, the house. Fact- I do like the fact that he gave her the out. Like he yes. he gave her the possibility of like, hey, I understand that this is a lot and this isn't something that's kind of frowned upon. I understand if you don't want to stick around. 100%. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in the manner he does it, I I would have left if yeah. I was her. You're like, I'm not. No. Yeah. Like. But. Uh. But we do, think... sorry, go on. Oh, no, you're good. I was going to say, like, so we <laughs> leave her watching the hollow cube, and he gets to go in and see see his mom, which is, I that... think, the sweetest uh... reunion. I listened, so I'm listening for the first time, mm-hmm. and even just the way that she, like, the way that it's, spoken reminded me of so many things that my mom says and like mm-hmm. the the connotations that she has and just the kind of snarkiness yeah and so I listened to it thinking of my mom and I think that's what made me way more emotional about it <laughs> just kind of like after all that time you finally get to see your parent and even like he says it's like a mother probably could never forget her child no matter how much they oh changed. yeah that's I think my favorite part where she's just like like, yes, I would know you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. We're right because he has that moment of walking up the stairs of like, what the hell am I doing? I'm gonna freak yeah. her out, yeah. and then I'm, he's like, I am a killer standing in her home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she just like, no, I get it. I know who you are. Like, it's just so. Okay, hold and on. Here's a, we got an out of context for you. Uh... We stand, Mom. Yana, Alekos. Yes. <laughs> Mama knows best. Just like that. We had a whole out of context <laughs> where we just kept going on about how we, she's the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, that's it. She has to go take the kettle off the stove because it's yeah, gonna start boiling over. Like and that yeah. was like even in that moment, I was just like, oh my god, just just kettle off, like, dude. <laughs> There's other like, people in I was sitting house. there waiting for Darrow to just like reach over because of course now he's huge. Like I can imagine he just reaches across the kitchen to take it off and you're just like, Darrow, just do something. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I just yeah. think it's adorable I... of like he can't fit in the chair so they end up sitting on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's like, uh, you got a problem with the chairs? And he, he says, no, I think they have a problem with me. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Um, I think, um, like, when he's letting her kind of deal with the kettle and not doing it himself, I think he's kind of just, like, basically, like, don't make any sudden movements. Yeah. Like, doesn't want to scare her. Yeah. Because, like, obviously he could just be lightning fast Darrow. Oh, as yeah. always totally. yeah i don't think it would phase her like yeah i, I think also yeah. in that moment i don't think so he, either but no well and also i don't think a lot scares her in the first place <laughs> mm-hmm. but i he also realizes how fragile she is now and how she's had a stroke yeah, she's had a stroke yeah and he's really seeing her for the person that she is and i think that also got me in the feels because I'm starting to realize that now just as a person, like how my parents are aging. Yeah. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of that sad moment of, Oh, okay. This is really kind of hitting home. Yeah. 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 First he's, he's getting kind of the realizing your parent is a human. Yeah. Yes. And seeing how age is taking its toll on her. Yeah. yeah. So he's kind of getting the double whammy on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daryl likes to think he doesn't have emotions, but he very much so he has lots a, of emotions. He has so many emotions. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I think, the sweetest. We get what's happening yeah, in like such an absolute We get everything. Moment. But yeah. Yeah. Just the two of them. Which we do find and out Meryl is out missing. Meryl and Lauren died <laughs> in a in the deep mines. Sorry, yes, yep. died. Yeah. But she doesn't think that they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um yep. we find that uh, Kieran is now with yeah. Dio. Dio. Yeah. Reading um, this out of context, no. we try to we try to Who, Oh no no, or is it is it um it's his sister, right? Liana? No, no. Dia- what? Hmm? This is this is a conversation that doesn't happen now. Hey, Skipper of the Future here. Um, so, number one, the guest lit me. This conversation does happen in Golden Sun. This is why I only read the parts at a time. Thank you very much. Secondly, apologies for all the audio issues. And... Crescent's Discord notifications. Uh, yep. Thank you. We just see kids come downstairs. Oh, sorry. No, Kieran and Dio. Yeah. This is this. Because the kids come down. No, 
the kids come down, oh. but I don't think she says who's they who they are. Oh. Oh. I just got to the point in Morningstar where they where he goes and he sees Dio for the first time and then realizes that they just had a baby. Oh. Uh. Yeah. No. It's um, okay. It's not because two kids. Okay. Out. No. So we no. okay. Scrub oh. back. What? Sorry. It does. His sister. Yeah. We find out about. Yeah. Your sister is remarried. Lives with her husband in Gamma Township. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like Hot Gamma. Guys. Like what? <laughs> and and then he's like, I stop as soon as I see the fresh twist in my mother's mouth. I might wear the trappings of a gold, but I better shut the hell up about her daughter. <laughs> nope, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. What do we see come down? Yeah, this is. This is one of the only uh, times we see Darrow's sister talked about. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Like, I think I forget that he has a decent-sized family. Oh, yeah. Well, this is so far out of context. We were trying to piece them all together and who's with what and <laughs> what, like, and we were doing that all. And, <laughs> and we, I think half of us forgot that he had a sister. And we're like, no, that's got to be a cousin. <laughs> like, we all forgot. We were like, there's no sister. And then... Uh, Eagle Eye thought that uh, Lauren was a brother and we were getting Lauren and Kieran and like he's got a decent sized close knit yeah. family. And yeah, I, think I, think, I think there's the three siblings. Them. Yeah, the three siblings. Yeah. Which is Darrow's the middle. I think he the, I think the sister's yeah. younger. I don't think yes, it's because you get married if... you get married at fourteen if you're a female, 16 if you're a man. So if she's just mm-hmm. freshly married, then she's younger. It says she it says she remarried. Oh, she remarried. Sure who knows? Everything's up in the air if she's remarried. I don't know, man. Also, the copper, like, like thinking yeah, about like, sister, the reds and families. Yeah, your sister is remarried. Remarried, then who knows? Oh, okay. My theory's out the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, the coppers even talk about, like, how they've, like, pumped up the hormones so that they breed more. Right. Which is ridiculous to think. That's insane. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. But... Yeah, eugenics on an accelerated time scale. Yeah. But, uh... <clears throat> We do also in this chapter find out this is when like the assumption is made throughout the book that the Reds are Celtic Irish based. And it is this mm-hmm. chapter where Mustang, I think, goes fully into like why they say bloody. Right? Like that yeah. is all their slang is reminiscent of the Irish and that's who's taken over. Um yep. you know, the original the original people were taken from Ireland. And so that's where we get like the true connection to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Crescent's double checking um, me. I haven't read past yeah, no, this I, part at this I'm, point. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever hold your guesses or <laughs> checks as fact until they're <gasps> facts. But I'm pretty sure it's dancer talking about it. When oh, is it dance? Oh, boys. okay. But it's in this part because. Yeah. It's in this it is part. in this part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I didn't spoil on that one. I, I... 
No. I wouldn't have remembered that out of Morningstar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. I mean, Mustang probably, I mean, Mustang knows so much, but I don't know yeah. that she would like yeah, she flex probably that do- on him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a dancer thing. But either way, I just think it's cool that you finally get that confirmation that that is where we're coming yeah, from I like there. Yeah, I like the way that they explain that, like how the connections and stuff. So it makes me really kind of wonder how everything else connected and just the way that all of the colors even developed in the first place. Yeah. I would love to know that history. I want to know the conquering yeah. and the color mm-hmm. divide. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is it in this? I can't remember if it's in this portion or the beginning of Morningstar that they talk about like old. Oh, it must be Morningstar because I think we talked about it in Question of the Day. But it was like they were talking about how um, old Earth and old America was all conquered mm. and taken and that that language has since either That's morphed Morningstar. or died out yeah 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 because we were just talking about that yesterday so yeah. yeah but yeah yeah i just really like that kind of historical stuff of like Connection. we how did we get here that we're yeah 700 years since the conquering like right and who knows from our current time zone like totally to the conquering what is what is that time? But yeah, I right. Think. Pierce, write us that part, please. Yeah, give us a backstory us... on that. I'm what sure he think? already has that written oh, somewhere. To be honest, he probably like, like that's when he gets bored. Like he's sitting on the plane on like a flight when you're out of <laughs> service. You got well, nothing else to do. He's and he's written just... like he said he's written like seven songs for Red Rising, and then like all of them got cut. Yeah, he's the next Tolkien, where he's like, Tolkien just has all his music in there, and you're like, why? Okay, sure. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I found the the Irish, mm. uh, the actual Irish connection, um, and it says, several's as loyal as they come, um, and... Dancer says, no, I mean, he can swear better than any bloody damn red. Several swears. <laughs> uh, I guess you get used to it. Um, he does like saying bloody a hell of a lot now. It's a fine word. Rolls off the tongue. Done some research. Been with us since the first ancestors. Uh, the first golds, the one with normal eyes and gold uniforms, took most of the early recruits from the poor bastards from the Irish Isles after the radiation from London turned the Isles into a wasteland. And that's in chapter 46. 46. Interesting. I want to know about the radiation in London. (laughs) What (laughs) caused the radiation in London? Um, Yeah. Which we didn't even touch on the fact that Severo is half red. Yeah. We didn't even touch on that. (laughs) Oh, man. There's so much in these final chapters. uh... Like, it literally, so much happens in this. But yeah, we... Honestly, this whole book is just jam-packed. So much. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we after we learn that Fitchner is Ares, we get a little backstory on why Fitchner is actually Ares in the first place. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's more so that it's a personal, I guess you could call it a personal vendetta that Fitchner has against his own kind, his own race, the, all the golds. And he, he pretty much at this point lets everybody know. And several didn't even know until what, like, Oh, like, like three days, days ago or something days yeah. before this that so Fishner was married to a red um he fell in love with her when he was was it in the mines was he doing something in the mines uh, he was on triton triton terraforming okay. on triton yeah and so he he fell in love with her they came back because of an explosion i think it was and uh they because they'd both been in the hospital and although he had like an okay bed she had the bed next to the window and so they ended up um they fell for each other and despite him being a gold and her being a red they pretty much ran away together and that is how we find out that mickey lost his license because he helped create Severo. And Severo is half red and half gold. Yeah. Yay! Which makes so much sense. Like, you read yep. it and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but. like, he's not pretty and he's short. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he just has a chip on his shoulder because he's never yeah. fitting in with anyone in gold society. But how can you, like, from Fitchner's standpoint, and I think we kind of talked about this in the den as well, is that from Fitchner's standpoint, you didn't like Servo's 20 now and you didn't tell him for 20 years yeah. what he actually is. Like, did you, did you do that for his own safety or did you do that because you were upset? So his vendetta towards the golds is that he ended up, um, somebody found out that Mickey had done this and they backtracked and found out that it was linked to him. Fitchner was gone with Severo and they came in and took his wife and killed her. Yeah. But he, they got rid of her before he even had a chance to find out yeah. and do anything yeah. about it and bury her if anything. Yeah. So um, I think part of why he wouldn't tell Severo earlier is probably the same reason he didn't tell Darrow that he was Ares. Like, what, I trust the acting ability of a teenager? Yeah. That's true. I mean, and like, Severo? Severo as a, a teenager? <laughs> well, exactly. Like, Darrow's one thing, but Severo? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Severo's a bit rough around the edges for that, yeah. I think. Yeah. And it could also have been, too, like... Like, at what point do you think Severo would have been ready to understand that he, although he was already struggling probably to fit in with everybody, like, you then have, tell him that he's not even entirely gold, like, the yeah. kind of just emotional turmoil that he would have gone through? Mm -hmm. Yep. Though at the same time, it might have also been like, this is why you don't fit in. And he, yeah. you know. Yeah, he would have understood, but yeah. Who knows? There's no also he has Fitchner. So yeah, true. Yeah, does also not able to control any emotion. Clearly, no. 
No therapists in space. Nope. <laughs> Which I um, think is our really leading. Uh, it our is. Leader. So we're going to have to make uh, merch that says there's no therapy yeah. in space because everyone seems to. They loved that before last week's episode came out. Everyone was like, <laughs> yeah. And then the episode is me yep. entirely yelling it. So we yep. will make it a shirt. Um, yep. But back to where we're actually talking about is, so we are with uh, Mama, and then mm -hmm. the child comes down the stairs. Darrow has to ghost cloak, hide himself. Mm -hmm. Gives the hand squeeze, yeah. which I appreciate, of like, bye. Like I'm leaving. Yeah. Yep. And then chase after Mustang. What? Yeah. The other really sweet thing is while he's ghost cloaked. Oh yeah. And his oh. mom is talking to the child. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she's like, you know, just you know, talking to your mm -hmm. uncle. Like, oh Uncle Darrow, but he's dead. She's like, Well, mm -hmm. he can still hear us. That's why we sing. Mm -hmm. it's like, oh. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. We love her. But yeah. And immediately we, into Immediately, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Well, we think like, Mustang's okay. gone. And he had We think Mustang's gone because he put a tracker on her. And then Daryl's she put it on a ship. She put it on a ship and then sent the ship off some yeah, random place. Because she's like, four steps ahead of him at all times. Yep. And it's like, Though, I know you yeah, always have a backup plan. She does say plan. she almost missed Severo putting it on her. Yep. <laughs> like, so then she shows up out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. And she's little upset. Yep. Yeah. 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 And in all honesty, I, like, I do think that her reaction was probably probably okay like in the fact that that's such a big shock yeah i do yep. feel like it was a little much though like he literally brought her to a place that he was the most vulnerable and then she turned around and was nearly threatening his life yeah that i don't know i i am a little conflicted on that in my personal opinion but i also agree that it's a little over dramatic but I get it. If yeah. like she has a weird, as much as she's not loyal to her family, she is, and so keeps yeah. going back of like, you want to kill us all, and it's like, what are you? What like? Do you actually care? Yeah. And do you think that's what it is? Like you've just watched him over how many years now? Like, yeah, four years they have been building this. Like, yeah. And you just really think that now is the time that he's just going to end it all? Like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Like, and, and then we get Ragnar coming in too. And yeah. he kind of helps with that situation. I, I think helps. really, I would say slightly. He, he almost causes a very large problem. At the end. <laughs> yes. At the end. But the countdown yeah. is a little terrifying of like, he Ooh. just wants to protect Darrow. I know. Yeah. I, I do like that he is taking his independence to heart. 
of like, you gave yeah. me independence and therefore I will be one of your advisors. I'm not going to be one of those people who just sits here and goes, oh yeah, I'll be independent when you want me to be independent. Like, right. Where like, he that's says, how like, I was at the river, you screwed up. Like, I'm taking this into my own hands. Mm-hmm. Like, like you gotta give him kudos. Like Darrow told him to be oh, independent, yeah. <laughs> but and he's doing it. Also, like, but yeah. calm down. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, I, I think it's also one of those where like he's going to follow Darrow to the ends of the earth, planets. Um, but he is uh, as soon as somebody's pointing a scorcher in his face, like of course he's gonna sit there and defend him. So yeah. But even then, he kind of catches on at the end where Mustang's just like, really? Like, this is how you tell me and this is what you are? Like, how can I trust you if you haven't told me this whole time? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, this is his moment to tell you. Like, why are you freaking out? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, and then, has he really had, like, a good chance? Also, that's such a big secret to keep. Like, why would you just all of a sudden tell that at the Institute? No. Yep. Oh, yeah, you're not saying that at the Institute. Or even, like... No. You know, or Ever. even between the Institute and the Academy, like... No. It's... Uh, no. I would say the place he had was... That, one there this is was, like, his first, like, actual <laughs> opportunity. Right? Like, that would ruin that moment, though. Okay, fine. Not that moment, but directly at... Like, because you have to look of, like... Well, you got I you guess... got to weigh like, do I want to get some or do I want to be truthful? <laughs> I guess, but I, there's got to be like a beat somewhere in between, somewhere again. You would think in between going like, do it and then go to Lycos. Like, there's times here, guys. We're in somewhat peace at the moment. Like, anyway. <sighs> And then, then we lose her for let's. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the jackal's like, "Yeah, let's throw a party." Fucking. Hell. Well, I mean, like that's. I don't. That's be, tradition. So it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't just like, "Hey, the jackal's like, yeah, let's let's throw you a party, buddy." Yeah. Clap well, he did like say like, it, I mean, he did. He kind of phrased it that way, but more of like, "Hey, I've got a media presence. Let's put you on the media." And let them all know. Yeah. So I like the like. I don't know. I I the first time I read this chapter, like as someone who loves history, kind of liked the idea of it of like them going in together. It makes perfect sense that him and Roke side by side leading like that grandeur. Yeah. Like again, going back to the Roman and Greek and even Britain when it came mm-hmm. to them conquering, you know, oh, yeah. up until like the 1800s, they would have these yeah. like, look what we did. Like, so we go back to Nelson, like Nelson yeah. had a full, you know, congrat. Well, never mind. Uh, but he had a full party. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Like, I just really like that, that look yeah. about it. So well, selling it's almost, it, it's, it's like, it makes a- sense. Yeah, well, and it's also, it's a celebration that you've done it, and it's yeah. it's kind of a, like, you're pulling all of the masses that are left together. 
yeah. to celebrate yeah. your victory. It, it's literally a triumph. It's a triumph. Yeah. You have you have yeah. succeeded. Like, let's celebrate. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it's like it's a it's a traditional ceremony. Like it's a traditional thing that happens anytime that there's like a real victory. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 So it, it makes perfect sense. And then it all goes wrong so yeah. quickly. Also, part ah. of me is like so Darrow talks about how he's got a hangover. Like a wicked hangover. <laughs> yeah. And he was drinking with the jackal. And part of me is like, did the jackal get him drunk so he would be less attentive? Aware? During oh, the oh, 100%. And, oh, in the garden? He's such like, a, yeah. He's such an instigator. Like he's, he's literally, he's in it for the long game, just like his dad. Yeah. So. Interesting. I never thought of that part, but 100% that he's, because Rogue's not. Rogue's no. fine. Because yeah. the two of them are hanging out, going mm -hmm. down together. Yeah. The thing for me is that how many people are missing, and we can do the count after when they start looking at who's not there. But all the, the whole right. time, Darrow is just concentrated on the fact that Mustang's not there, and everyone keeps yeah. commenting, where is she? Oh, yeah. not here. Like Just kidding. And that... everybody's chalking it up to lover's quarrel. Yes. It's like, yep. I mean, it kind of is, but it's also a little bit more than that. Yeah. But. Yep. And then also he does realize that Fitchner's not around. He knows. Can't find him anywhere. Yep. And, and he's really worried because was it Fitchner that was supposed to present him with his mask? No, Lauren was supposed to present Lauren, mask. Lauren, okay. Yeah, and then and then Roke or Steps in. Lauren says, I asked Roke to do it. And then he says, Well, yeah. no, actually Roke asked if he could do it, but same difference. Yeah. That's not the same Lauren difference. It's not the same. No. It's not. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. But Darrow's still with it enough that he notices that whoever gives him the drink he's like i recognize how that person walks yeah. so like, it's like a character like, oh i know who that is yeah it's not yeah, yeah but still takes the drink and drinks it but like yeah like the after only, like... the only true allies we know are there are lorne and victra yeah all of them yeah yeah, because even like Nero's there, but he's, even at this point iffy. Who knows what's happening? Well, there. But, well I mean, well, he did. Not he there, just, no, Severo's not there. Uh, yeah, Severo was going like he was there, and then he was like, "I can't find Dad." Oh, that's right. Like, and then he leaves. I'm gonna dip. Paranoid. Yeah, but the Telemannuses yeah. aren't there, which that's the yeah. part right. that gets me. Yeah. Like, why were the Telemannuses not? And they don't comment on that until the end. When they say right. you don't want them to show up. Yeah, the, the Telmanises yeah. are coming. Like, let's. let's yeah, get they're the fuck coming. Out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then. Yeah. So. But then the people that he notices that are actually gold serving them. Yes. It's Nixus, Lilith. Lilith. Yeah. Dixus and Lilith. So he recognizes them, and that's when shit starts hitting the fan. 
Well, and at that point, he's, I think, realizing that the drink is hitting him. Slightly. The drink is not what does it. The drink's not what does it. What does it? Roke? No. Roke grabs his hand. Oh. And his ring injects him. Right, mm-hmm. right, nice right. Nice little parallel. Yeah. yeah. Between the You're right. I don't know how I forgot that one. Yeah. Is it his ring or does he actually. Oh, it's his ring. Is it? I can't find it. Uh, I know I'm near it, but whatever. I'm I'm right here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I pull back from Roke, about to shout when I feel his grip tighten, uh, and I realize he was saying goodbye. A needle from his ring pricks my wrist. Okay. Gentle, like the kiss he, kiss he now plants on my cheek. And that's, that's what the it was. Okay. With a bloody damn kiss. Yeah. <sighs> Which is what mirrors Judas. that word. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That word yeah. shatters a million lives. Yeah. Which like, is... then just really proves that Roke was really done. And oh yeah. He, he just can't can't stand Darrow at the end. So. Yep. 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 And then um, at this point, and he's then holding the box. Yeah. No. He's holding so, it. Yeah, he, he's, he's holding hold, the box, he and, the and but we don't it, know what it is. Roke had it, his hand on top of it. Yeah, so he's holding yeah. the box, and then, and then Darrow goes limp, and Roke opens well, the box, and Darrow finds out what's in it. Yes, but before that, it, we get before that. I'm going to bring up that Antonia kills her mother and shoots mm-hmm. Victra twice in the back. Yep. And so yeah. Victra is trying been... to get to Darrow because the two of them end up, because as Darrow is falling down, we get the scenery of Victra going limp. That Victra is yeah. now. Um, so. That point yeah, too so... where she's crawling to him and telling him over and over, like, I didn't know. I'm not part yeah. of this. Like, I am allegiant to you. Yeah. And she's, yeah, grabbing his leg, I think, trying to get. And then we see, uh, yeah, like, he comments, her hand goes limp. And then he opens, like, yeah. the box is opened. Would it be best just to read that last section? Yeah, okay. someone just read it. I'm... Which part? There's a lot. <laughs> um, last page. So, um... And Cassius is there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cassius is watching the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Is there a certain part you want to read, Crescent? Yeah, so one word shatters a thousand lies. So this is immediately after Darrow gets jabbed with the ring. Mm -hmm. Um, Face colder than the marble statue behind us, Roke draws back and opens the ivory box's lid. With the gentle creak of silver hinges, my world ends. Augustus gasps in horror at what's inside the box. And a foot away, the jackal, eyes full of long dormant hate, smiles at me and cocks his head back like an animal to loose a manic, mocking howl. So, immediately after the ring, Darrow finds out what's in the box. Yeah, we just don't. And then we get... And then, yeah, and then... uh. Lorne dies. Right. Yep. Lilith kills Lorne, or sorry, Lilith 
slashes Lauren's throat. Uh, and then oh. the jackal stabs Lauren to death. Mm-hmm. And then we learn. And then, oh, sorry, sorry. Victor gets Victor and her mother get shot, and then Lauren dies. Yep. And but then, then after that, and then Victor also... is crawling to Darrow. Yeah. But we also learn in that point too that the jackal is the reason that Claudius died. Yes. That the jackal literally. Yeah. yeah. Just after used... that, he's talking to. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> this whole scene. Oh, God. He learns. Um, <laughs> I'll just read it. It's better just to read it. Um, uh, the jackal steps forward. So now you can call me son. He clucks his tongue scoldingly and straightens his father's jacket. Was I your son when you put me on a rock for the elements to claim me? Three days. I was a baby. The board didn't even want an exposure. But you thought I was so weak and Claudius so strong. He was strong when I had Carnus put him in the ground. Or was he strong when I had Carnus put him in the ground? His father's lips tremble. What? I paid Carnus Albalona seven million credits and six pinks to sully Claudius's girl. I knew Claudius's honor would lead him into the ring. Funny thing is, it was your money. I asked you for it so I could invest in my future. And I did. He frowns. Father, did you really think a 10-year-old cares about the silver market? You should have paid better attention. A 10-year-old. A 10-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a fucking mm-hmm. menace. And then Nero immediately disowns him. Oh, yeah. And the jackal's just so he confused. dies for it. <laughs> but, like, the jackal's confused. He goes and he has this big elaborate thing, and then Nero's just like you're not my son. You killed my son. And he's like, wait, that's not what you wanted. Right. Like, I don't get that. Well, okay. At no point do I get the jackal. So fine. Yeah. But. No. Yeah. And then he dies. I I was going to say, and then we're done with Nero. Yep. And then. Yeah. And then Daryl. Uh, Reveals no, Aja, Aja's trying to get him not to do it. And Adrius is just yeah. like, nah. Don't need him. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The Sovereign needed him to talk down the Outer Rim. Did he, though? I don't think so. I just really didn't like Nero. I also... I mean, didn't. like, yeah, he's a piece of well, shit, but... Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> like slightly less of a piece of shit than the jackal, I think. Yeah, yes. we can have a like ranking. If you're going, yeah, jackal. Yep, Nero. jackal at the top. Just for our listeners who yeah, actually Spotify this, jackal at the top, yeah. then Nero, and then like where are we putting Octavia? Is she above or below Nero? I would say she's above Nero. She's above, yeah. so we're going Jackal, like Jackal, Octavia. then Octavia, then Nero. Okay. I feel like we need a chart. Yeah, we'll draw one up. <laughs> and then probably fight about it, because the yeah. entire den has oh, different yeah. opinions yeah. on it. But Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and then the, the very last paragraph <laughs> uh, is... I, you gotta read the last three so, paragraphs. 
Yeah. Well, That's just the whole book. The, the last two paragraphs in a sentence. Um, <laughs> yeah. With, uh, so it's weird because earlier we find out that Darrow knows what's in the box. Yes. And then it, now it says, I look into the box and my heart shatters. Like he hasn't looked. Right. Already? You haven't properly like he looked know? in the box. He maybe didn't so, process it. I suppose. It's just, it's always, I've always found it odd. Oh, yeah. Just how oh, it's, yeah. how it's spe- specified twice yeah. that he looks in and his heart shatters. But yeah, all that has been, all that was to be crashes down. Eo's dream falls into darkness. Wherever you are, Severo, Mustang, Ragnar, do not come back to this world. There's too much pain, too much sorrow to ever mend it. I look into the box and see Fitchner's head staring back at me, eyeless, mouth stuffed with grapes. Ares, the one hope we had, the one man who picked me up when I was broken and gave me a chance for something better than revenge, has been butchered, and I know we are undone. Oof. Mic drop. Oof. Okay. Book drop? Book so, throw. Book, yeah. <laughs> Book throw. So, uh, before we actually Crescent, process Crescent that. Crescent was at about 1 a.m. Yeah, I was going to say, where were you? Yeah, I was I was laying in my bed because, like, obviously you can't stop a couple chapters before this. Yep. And, you know, 1 o'clock rolls around and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I'm not sleeping after this. And when I had started reading, Morningstar was already out. Yeah. So oh, obviously lucky. I had to. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so obviously I just started Morningstar right away. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? And yeah. I, I like I read three, four chapters type thing. And I was like, okay, I can go to bed now. Because Salem, we were at the same point that we had. Yeah, we read it about the same time. Yeah, yeah. I had a year. Like Golden Sun was fresh yeah. out. That we were. Yeah, I think like, I had like nine months. Yeah, that you're just. Uh, this is probably, to me, one of the biggest endings of a book that I remember just being yeah. so traumatic. And like, this is before I had connected with any other Howler. I didn't know anyone who had read this book. Yeah. And I just had to like sit with. It. And that's what yeah. ended up drawing me to Twitter to find the fandom because I was like, I am broken and alone. <laughs> <laughs> I had my husband. So he, because he read Red Rising first and then I read it directly after him. He like devoured Golden Sun. And then he, I'm pretty sure, like, because this was when we were still dating, he. I think I was staying at his place and he literally is just watching me read it. Cause he's like, you got it. Like I need somebody to talk to about this. Like you have to finish this. I need oh my to talk God. about it. And like, I think I just like looked up at him and I was like, if, if I was alone, I would have thrown the book, but I was yeah. literally there. And I was just like, right. And then like, that was when we both realized like, Oh my God, we still have at least nine months for Morningstar to come out. Yeah. <laughs> And I think I, that was about the time, too, where I, like, went and I found, like, some sort of, like, I think it was, I think I found Pierce Brown on Twitter, but I yeah. wasn't big on Twitter. So I didn't, like, I tweeted him, like, twice. But then after that, it was, like, Morningstar then came out. And then I found, like, different Facebook groups and stuff. 
Yeah. And so it was like slowly. And, and I think that was part of the reason why I got so many people to read it. Like, because it was more of like, I need other people to understand network. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I think like, so I do work in a bookstore. So obviously people around me at all times, I'm like, <laughs> it's easy to recommend. Um, Cause I know by the time Morningstar came out, like I had, two good friends that had finished Morningstar the week Pierce came to Toronto a week after Morningstar came out. Uh, and one friend who, oh my God, she sat in the front row reading Red Rising as Pierce walked out on the stage and we were like, good luck with those spoilers. Like good, good luck with that. Um, yeah. But I, at least at that point had, I could force two of my coworkers to read it. And then I found Twitter that I was like, I am, um, so destroyed by this like which okay so here's our next out of context uh which is from brackets so we mentioned earlier that brackets is not red iron gold and dark age because she's one of those people who needs and i get it You, you need them all to be finished and so the first three being the trilogy as they're called Mm-hmm. Morningstar you can walk away from. She is she yep. said she's going to read Lightbringer with us. She's gonna do Iron Gold as it like and as the dent yeah, as the dent yeah. reads it, she will read it with us because she now has a support group. But so we were talking about the end of this book in the out of context, and this was just her just to me, because I was the only one in out of context who didn't have Morningstar waiting. So she said Oh my god! Just... I I think Pierce Brown has to pay for your therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to All collect on that. The whole fandom. Like yeah. Pierce, pay for our therapy. Yeah, Pierce, if you're out there. <laughs> yeah, I just think there is. This is the biggest one. Like I remember getting to the end of Iron. Well, maybe this one broke me more than the rest. But I remember getting to the end of Iron Gold and being like, okay, I know I have to wait. And like, Dark Age, you're like, I'm traumatized, but I know I have to wait. But this was the one that I was like, I cannot wait. I no. cannot. Like, I think yeah. also after Dark Age, you need that breath. So it's almost good that it's been so long. Yeah. To then have to go into the next portion. <laughs> Yeah, rather than this one, you're just traumatized. And, like, it was going well for him. You think it ends of, like, I feel like it's because you think you go into it going, oh, shit, his undoing will be Mustang. And you don't realize that his undoing is actually the Jacqueline Roke. That you are so focused on Mustang and being like, she's not actually going to hurt him. Like, we've been going this long for him to actually... And then it's like, she's not the problem. Mm -mm. Well, and then we've also... Like, Pierce did a pretty decent job at painting the picture that the Jackal was maybe okay. But literally everybody's warning Darrow against him. And so it's like, okay, we all saw this coming, but we didn't see it coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's emotional damage. Emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just so much. And, like, so at this point, we think 
you think everybody's dead. Victra's dead, Lauren's dead, Nero's dead. You don't know where Severo is. You don't know where Mustang is. You don't know... You know the Telemannuses are alive because they're incoming. Don't know where Ragnar is. We don't know where Ragnar is. Yeah. The only hope we have is the Telemannuses. Like, yep. that's it. All um, we got. So, it's just... And then we just head to black. We fade to obsidian. We fade to obsidian. Yeah. I don't think that one is a fade. <laughs> that one seems a very short. That one's a cut, cut to obsidian. That is a yeah. cut to obsidian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This book so, packs a punch. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is a it is a roundhouse kick to the gut. Yeah. So and it's so he and uh, there's so many pieces to it where it's like you get that that character or you get that moment of you guys are so close to having something so good you finally all came together and Fitchner's like I'm here for you I can we can actually work as a team yeah like we don't have to keep you in the dark now you can come actually work with us and then it's all blown to shit yep. So my question that I was going to ask earlier, and then we'll wait for now, and removing anything that may be Morningstar onwards, but I don't think this is answered. Do we know... Who who do you think at this point ratted Darrow out? Because my assumption is he had the three captured. Mm-hmm. Who do like if one of them was to rattle between or to tattle between Mickey, Evie, and Harmony? Who who do you think it was? I think when I first read this, I I imagined either I think I first imagined Mickey because mm-hmm. Mickey's character i feel like he would totally like put him under pressure because he's a violet like he's not necessarily a pink that like if you torture he's like gonna talk but i feel like if they dangle something in front of him that's either enticing enough or Mm. he or is like life-threatening enough then he might say okay so i think when i first read it that was more of like oh it could have been mickey um, but also given like all of the different things that we don't know about in this gold society, who's to say that they just didn't give Fitchner something and then it was like some sort of something to make him tell the truth. And then he just true serum. Said it all. Are you yep. who knows? true serum? Maybe. 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 I don't I know. Mean, it already like it does. Now it oh alcohol are you saying that true serum no, exists in these days? No, there is actually like it's maybe not a hundred percent foolproof truth serum. Like in real world or yeah. in real world, in, yeah. Yeah, excuse. There's yeah. true serum. <laughs> Let's get it's on in a community. Whole... Oh oh okay okay. <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> You are correct. 
for our four crossover fans between the Red Rising and Community. Yes. But also they're in the uh, Imagine... What is it called? Magitorium? Odium File Pentol is the one they use in Community. Yes. Oh, yeah. But there's there's several... Like, they're not, they're not like, you have to tell the truth. It's, uh... Those are, those are real? For any range of, of psychoactive drugs used in an effort to obtain information from subjects who are unable or unwilling to provide it otherwise. Include ethanol, scopolamine, uh... I can't, I can't pronounce that one. Midazolam... <laughs> Flunitrazepam, sodium thiopental, and amobarbital. Hmm. All right, we're going to need some It's a of real that. thing. We're going to need yep. some of that. Yep. All right. It's outside the <laughs> dreamatorium? Because that's where they use it in community, is in the dreamatorium, right? Yep. Yep. It See? Is. I know most of community. You're just a step ahead of me here. <laughs> We have said that we will do some community Fade to Obsidian episodes during Dark Age so we can all be slightly happier. We'll just... <laughs> still like a little short yeah, clip. During... Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do them after Dark Age in yeah. July before Lightbringer comes out. So we can be slightly yeah. happier about all of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we also decided that we're going to read the comics oh, yeah. as um, the graphic novels as the yeah. den... In May, during Iron Gold to combat Lysander. Right. Which needs combating. Not yeah. spoiler, but yeah. Uh, it's fine. Everybody knows about that, at least. Oh, that one fine. you can spoil. Not, you can spoil, you spoil just a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but back to who you think is giving away. So, true serum from Fisher. I, yeah, who knows? I don't, it could be real. For, for me, I can't even... Like, I can't separate that on my first read. Like, it was yeah. so, like, it was like that between just, yeah, between having it happen and actually finding out. Like, I can't separate it. Like, Wait, I did we find out? Because I don't even remember yeah. that we find we, out. Yeah, we, we find yeah. out in Morningstar. Okay, well, yeah. let me give my theories we... before because I do yeah. not remember this. Okay. Oh I yeah, say, Skipper's well behind and has yeah, only read well, them once. I know I have read them four times, <laughs> just previous to 2018. Oh, okay. a lot has happened we, since 2018. Well, um, we we were actually talking about it in the den, and I posed this question at the end of Golden Sun, and a couple people were like, "Um, we find out," and I was like, "No, I know we find out, like, but let's pretend like let's we, pretend don't know. we don't know." Um, for me reading this, I assume Evie because she's the one who always bends to everybody's will. Like we see how much she goes back and forth. And then Mickey is too apologetic when he comes out. Like you read back and you're yeah. like, why are you just apologizing for everything? You got a guilty conscience, but to me at this point, and now I'm so self-conscious because we find out Harmony I don't think would because um, she just is too much for the cause that I think she would, at this moment, she would kill herself rather than give up and let the golds glint. 
So it's got to be Evie or Mickey. Don't tell me. I'm so excited to come back to that chapter and then be like, oh, it was, I was wrong. Like, don't I react. It's like, I think it's like chapter... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's next episode. Six? We'll be talking Perfect. About it. Yeah, you'll. Yeah, it's within the first like quarter. It's with. Yeah. It's. I think it's even within the first ten chapters. Perfect. Yeah. It is. Um. Yeah, we'll revisit this, but I. I remember the plot points. Uh, I think I said yeah. at some point what the plot points of. No, I remember some random plot points every once in a while that I'm like. Oh, Mini spoiler, but by Felicia is a major plot point I remember. Uh, mm -hmm. For different reasons that I will tell that story when we get there. But um, yeah, Morningstar to me, <laughs> it's very specific thing. But it's been since 2018 since I've read them. So my I think that was is... me for Golden Sun. Like, I really did not remember a lot in Golden Sun. I same. I remember just the plot points mm -hmm. and some of the like big things, but there were a lot of little things. It wasn't like rereading it like brand new, but it was yeah. reading it and realizing, oh, I forgot about these things. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the end of the book. Yeah. Concussion. Yeah, you've read it too many times. You're never. Yeah. <laughs> but you also like. I at one point reread these back like. To, so I could p pick out all the pop culture stuff. Like, I did a mm. deep dive, and now I'm picking them out, being like, oh, there's one. And then I look, and I'm like, oh, I, I got that one in the past. Like, I'm, like, shocked. I was like, that's a cute pop culture. And I look, and I'm like, oh, I got that. Previous me got that one Already. before. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, all right. we're at the Any, end of the book. We're at the end of the book. Yeah. Any other comments on this whole? I guess... My question is, now that we finished it, what was your favorite part of the book? What was your favorite scene? I like the meeting Favorites. of Orion and the taking of the packs. I like I like yeah. this whole book because it's so action packed. Like it's somehow yeah. relationships in the middle of the action, but that one mm -hmm. where you see you meet Ragnar, you meet Orion and just how Darrow shows true leadership on a big scale in that moment. That's, that's my favorite and how that plays out. Yeah. So I have two like extremely specific favorites. So with the sound of a tree branch cracking in winter, I claim the uh, sword arm of Cassius Albalona. Oh, <laughs> And then, surrounded by superheated metal, I clasp Ragnar's arm <laughs> through the door. <laughs> through the and door. And I, like, I accept the stains. Yeah. Mm hmm Yep. Salem, what's yours? Um, I think I also have two favorites. I really enjoy I don't know why I just think I like Severo's scenes where he's just comical yeah. um and it's it's that scene where he's singing his song to Pliny mm -hmm. and yeah. he's just <laughs> he's just singing his song or he's like okay thank the reaper 
Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Pink um, the Reaper. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. do it. You do unusually it. tall What's and decrepit in... peerless. <laughs> What's in my pocket? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one that I really enjoy was Mustang storming in, upset about the coup that happened. And literally, like, that whole scene is very gross with learning what Pliny wants to do. Yeah. And, but her reaction where she's just like, are you kidding me? Like, that's what he wanted to do? Fine. An eye for an eye. And she, like, throws his eyeball on the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I... Okay. <laughs> he always he said he always had his eye on me, so I took one of his. It's like, oh, <laughs> yup. And then the scene directly after that, where Lauren's like, "Oh my god, no! Don't go like meet in the war room. Like you need to take a break. You need to rest." And she just turns to him, and Daryl's like, "I watch all of the howlers, and I take a step back from the situation." <laughs> and she just goes off on Lauren, like, "Why do I need to rest, huh? Why?" <laughs> I love I will say to Lauren's credit, he's med- immediately like, I've made a mistake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love strong Mustang when she's just in her element, like, fuck <laughs> off. I am what I am, and like, I will take you down. Leave me alone. Do not cross yeah. me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. While you're talking about Severo, the other one that jumped out is when he does, when Darrow's questioning about, like, what if Ares isn't real and all that, and he jumps on the railing and does the howl, and that's kind of the first Mm -hmm. time we truly hear the, like, and the banners change and everything, and it's like, this is you. Like, that's good. This this is your army. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This isn't anybody else's. Yeah. That's a really good scene. Love that. All right. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's, that's all for today. Yeah, thank you everybody for joining us on this week's episode of Fade to Obsidian. Yeah, thank you Salem just, for always being mm, our uh, last guest of each book. It's working out yeah, hard. Our, uh, our Mustang expert. Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and uh, yeah, catch us next week on the first section of Morningstar. Yeah. I'm going right along. It's going to be a big one. I don't yeah. remember it yeah. other than the trauma. <laughs> I know that one's a trauma filled section. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Talk to your therapists. Book them after. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Book them immediately for uh, Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Yeah. One of yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whenever. All right. <laughs> Bye.